the Sedin Twins, Henrik Lundqvist, Eureka Johnson. Your boys took one hell of a beating. One hell of a beating. in the danger zone. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, sorry. Oh, sorry. We're sorry we're laughing. It's just, that was bad timing. Sorry. Hello everyone and welcome to the BIHA podcast. I'm joined by Nick Ivel. How are you doing tonight, Nick? I'm very good, Rambo. Yourself? I'm doing very well. I'm very excited. Um, I'm just fresh off the back of uh, a really successful um, joint effort with the Eagles pub quiz last night that saw uh, about 60 people attend one of our fundraisers, which was uh, pretty much wow. a record for us. So that was that was good. And uh, I'm even more excited now that we're going to be talking um, international all-stars. But before we get to that, their opponents, uh, in particular the men's team, um, had a little trip to Russia recently, and uh, I think they made they made a good, a good, a good go of it. Uh, Nick, did you follow any of the scores? Um, I followed the scores for the first couple of days and then uh, missed a couple of days with it being my uh, my hand in for uni. But then certainly, uh, I think there's one score that we've all seen. Yeah, and uh, yeah, um, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, unfortunately for me, I, I, just before we go into that, I, I kind of there wasn't much of it on the actual Visu TV. They obviously didn't feel that any British people deserve to watch their own team play hockey. Um, but the one game that I did watch, I think, was maybe one of the games where they struggled the most against Latvia. But even in that game, you could tell it was more like they, they, they could hang with these teams. They were just not able to maybe, you know, hold them in their, their own zone for very long sort of thing. So they, they made a good account of themselves, but let's let's get on to the, the real uh, the meal, meat and drink here, Nick. A massive result against an absolute hockey powerhouse in Sweden. Uh, what did you make of that? Um, I had to refresh my laptop a couple of times because I thought it had been hacked. But other than that, like wow, like honestly, that is a result and a half. I know obviously the guys um had a had a similar kind of result last time round, getting a getting a big result to get to uh, higher up in the seedings game. But like that result itself, like wow, as a as a one one and only game, I think um that's an incredible incredible achievement for everyone involved. Yeah, it certainly is, and and also when they had taken a couple of, been on the wrong end of a couple of results that were a bit more one-sided, to have that drive and determination to just keep coming back and and you know eventually pulling out a big win, um, against Sweden, uh, you know, a, a nation that's known for its hockey supremacy, um, is is just absolutely incredible. Um, I don't know if you got to see any of the highlights, but the, some of the goals were pretty sweet as well, and uh, that that Josh. Josh um, Cook is uh, some player uh, scoring most of the GB's goals when he was over there. Yeah, so that I saw the highlights. As you say, impressive, uh, impressive game and some impressive goals. And I, I have no idea how GB kept their composure because you must have been like whether you're the coach, the player, the 
doctor, like whatever, you must have been on that bench towards the end and you'd be like, whoa, what is going on? Hopefully you kind of get caught up in the moment and it doesn't hit you as to what you've actually achieved and what you're in the middle of doing because I think otherwise you won't be able to skate. Yep, and uh, uh, my understanding of it is it was uh, Crane, the, the goalie, that, that started and that's his... I don't, I don't know if it was his first game for, for GBU in terms of uh, in, in Wogs that tournament, but I think that was his first Wogs tournament. So uh, big props to him um, on getting, getting the W uh, in, the, in that game as well. Yeah, indeed. Looks like uh, he had a strong game, and uh, like, well, well done to the whole team. I know we mentioned obviously the, the goalie and the goal scorers, but it, I, it will have been performance by committee. <laughs> yeah, definitely not the case in that standard where a couple of guys have been able to carry the team. And and again, I would say knowing quite a lot of the obviously as we do, knowing a lot of the people behind the scenes, it's testament to the guys who've prepared them off the ice as much as anything else that. At the end of a long, long, long week, they managed to pull out the biggest result that they could after everything that had been before of it. And that's as much down to the players on the ice as it is on the backroom staff. It certainly is. Um, they've been uh, whipped into shape well and, and well done to the boys. Now, um, the boys are back. I'm sure uh, you know the likes of Christian Johnson that are happy to be back. Um, going back to Aberdeen getting to play lovely places like Kilmarnock and stuff um, for the rest of the season uh, but they do have um, some business to take care of in April um, and uh, they will be playing the, the International All-Stars team um, on the 19th of April and uh, we're proud to bring you the squad announcement and, uh, and break that down a bit for you so um, Nick uh We'll just go through the players one by one that are on the list. Might take a little while with the men's team, more so than the women's team. Uh, we'll go through the, the men's team first. So uh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, I almost know I am. Yeah, I'm going to let you do all the pronunciations. Yeah. Just getting ready for nationals. Yeah, so uh, the uh, the goaltender um, for the, from the Cardiff Red Hawks, he's Lithuanian. Uh, Paul Vilas Demacius. I think he just gets called Paul. Um, by, by his teammates. To be fair, I was going to dick, nickname him Dave the Second. Dave the Second. Um, well, okay, fair enough. Um, he uh, he has good stats. His his save percentage or um is up in the nineties, which when you consider, with the greatest respect to Cardiff, they're normally, you know, outshot quite significantly in games and stuff and give up chances. Um, you know, is is pretty pretty. Incredible. Um, so I'm I'm really glad that he uh, he got in touch and he's he's got himself into the, the squad because um, it you know it'd be good to see what he can do. I I don't know a lot about him, but I uh, I asked around and uh, I got good good feedback about uh, his abilities. So I uh, yeah I don't know if you have you come you've not come across Cardiff for nope. a while. So not come across Paul. Paul Dave the second at all, so I'll be very excited to see him. Yep, yep, and uh, the, um, the other goalie, we, we two goalies in IAS this year. Um, Matt Neville, Cambridge Blues um, varsity winning, and uh, now uh, Division One South winning goaltender, um, a Canadian um, with a nice easy name to pronounce as well. Um, no doubt he'll, uh, you know, bring bring uh, bring it as well on the day. So. Um, I think I've got two pretty competent goalies. Yeah, like this is the uh, the stats here. Um, 
for uh, Domic- Domicius or um, whatever. <laughs> uh, 679 minutes and a save percentage of 0.92%. This season his save percentage has been 0.93% with one shutout. And if I remember correctly, the shutout was against London. Um, albeit at home, but, you know, pretty recent. So he's, um, you know, he's, and he had 41 shots against in that game. So that, that's certainly the makings of a good, a good backstop there. And, you know, Matt Neville's got that. He's already got winning mentality under the belt. If you go toe to toe with Fabian Sivnet, um, you know, twice, twice in a season and come away, with the spoils twice, then I think you're, uh, you, you know, you've got a bit of pedigree. Exactly, I think he's, uh, he's more than fit the bill for uh, both of them. Should be, and you know what it is, the, one of the best things, Rambo, two new names as much as anything else. Well, there's a lot of new names in this men's team, um, but yeah, Matt is another one with uh, over a ninety percent save percent average. So that is in the BIHA, that's actually really, really good because teams give up a lot of sort of. Let's be honest, a lot of shaky defence in the in the BIHA at times. So it's a lot of great A scoring chances. Yeah, yeah. Um, so moving on, uh, this is a familiar, a familiar name if you watched the game last year or any of the Nationals feeds over the last couple of years. Alan Nanji, Edinburgh Eagles, um, Canadian, uh, probably one of the best skating D I would say in the in the BIHA that I've I've seen. Um, uh, Correct. What's your thoughts on Alan? You you've played against him, I think, Nick. Have you not? I have indeed. Uh, I saw a lot of the back of his jersey, obviously, as he tore past me and terrorised me, and basically probably ran the show. But I think you've got to look at look at what the Eagles have done this year, and having not seen the games and knowing Dibs as I do, I'm sure if I asked Dibs, who is probably one of the guys who is his first name on the team sheet and runs the show, every 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 coach, like I'm I'm sure you're like this with the Steel Queens Rambo, every coach has got that one D who like. They feel a little bit nervy if they if they're not there, and I'm sure uh, Alan is is that for both the Eagles and will be the same for the international All Stars. He'll probably be the he'll be uh, on line one, line one A, and I'm sure he'll have a capable partner next to him. But he'll be he'll be one A probably. Yeah, and uh, this is in no order, so don't try and think there's uh, there's lines being made out of this. This is just in the order people maybe emailed or the way I copied and pasted them. Um, next up, Ivan Griga of Cambridge Blues. Now, Nick, yeah, for people who don't know, we went to we went to Switzerland last year. Um, we, haven't, we haven't mentioned it much. Not not this year, actually. Um, now, Ivan was one of the one of the players I noticed. It was a good good skater, decent player, and uh, and over in uh, Switzerland, despite the fact that Cambridge Cambridge obviously lost that game. Um, he averages more than a point a game on the, on the point, so uh, a real offensive threat as well. Um, so this was someone I was quite excited about um, about getting in touch with the team. Um, you know, I actually uh, sort of messaged them to give him a little bit of a poke as well to make sure he got in touch. And so yeah, I'm really I'm really pleased to see that he's uh, he's got in touch. And uh, I, I don't know if you remember much about about Ivan. Uh, uh- I can do. Like, um, am I thinking he's, uh, and this is with the greatest respect to him, he's perhaps not got the biggest body in the world. He's more of a smaller stature, but great skater, good hands. Um, basically, of that Alan Nanji kind of kind of mould, if you know what I mean. Like that same kind of up down, two hundred foot player. Probably got underrated defensive skills because 
people just look at him going forward offensively. Yeah, I think that's that's probably fair to say, and he's quite tough as well. I mean, despite the fact he's small, um, he, he doesn't he doesn't shy away from anything. So uh, definitely, a guy um, that I'm excited to see what he can do in the uh, the old black and yellow of the international all stars. Uh, next up, another another eagle, um, Matthew McIntosh, uh, new to the Eagles this year. Um, you probably know nothing about him, Nick, because it's it's only he's only around this he's only just come this year. Um, exactly. You tell you tell me. Yeah, a bit of a, a bit of a card, um, bit of a you know an interesting character, but a guy who uh, can handle himself on D pretty well. Uh, definitely more defensive than uh, than the likes of Nanji and Griga. Um, likes to throw a hit. Uh, so yeah, I think he, I think he'll add something to that that team. Um, certainly. Uh, he what you might call a little bit more of uh, your kind of. Scrumpy Jack's White Lightning kind of uh, knockoff, hard nosed, uh, hard nosed liquor against your uh, more fine wine liqueurs of uh, Nanji and Grieger. Yeah, to an extent, um, and he, he, he'll do he'll do a good job for that team. Certainly, that's uh, I, I'm, good. I'm I'm happy that he's he's uh, he got in touch. Uh, next up, this is another one, Nick, that that I know that I'm going to have to learn the pronunciation of, but it's. Uh, <laughs> Joseph Gosub, I hope I got that right, or Gosub of the Oxford Blues, a Canadian. Um, I didn't know a lot about him when he got in touch, uh, so I uh, I asked for some help. I, I got in touch with them. Um, well, who's going to know the D the best? I got in touch with Fabian, asked him about him, um, and uh, and I got good reviews about him being a good, sort of tough D man that would uh, that would you know fare well against um, these sort of you know, more experienced, seasoned uh, GBU uh, players. So, did you ask the one question that's on the tip of my lips? What's that? How does he compare to Cola? I did not ask that question. I don't think anyone compares to Cola. Uh, and to be <laughs> and to be honest with you, I think I've heard that Cola Cola came back for the uh, the Vikings varsity game this year. So, oh wow, yeah, <laughs> I wish I'd been there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Next up, uh, another one maybe less familiar to yourself, Nick, but um, I watched a bit of the London Ice Farsi. I don't know if you watched any of that. Didn't manage to catch any of it? No, well, it's worth watching the start because basically it's like some kind of um, homage to me and you. So, uh, Is it? You, oh, yeah, they mentioned Nick and Rambo a lot at the start of the, the broadcast and the build-up to the game. You know, wow, okay. <laughs> and uh, sort of say to, you know... Um, you know, Nick we invited and... them, but they didn't come. Yeah, <laughs> that no. The, well, they didn't say we invited them, but they didn't come. But they were like, oh, you know, we're uh, we'll try and commentate, and they said, oh, well, we'll try, but it won't be as good as Nick and Rambo. You know, uh, that yeah. sort of thing. So it was, it was, it was yeah. you know, flat flattery will get you everywhere. Um, <laughs> but um, I watched that game and Nicholas uh, Carnavali, um, of the uh, the London Dragons, another another Canadian. There's uh, there's a lot of those in this team. Um, plays D for them. Um, really, really good skater from what, what I saw on the, the tape. A bit smaller in stature, but can move the puck well. Um, and, and holds his own in the defensive zone. Um, he was one of uh, two or three dragons that played with UCL in the, the London Ice Varsity. Um, so, yep, I, after watching him on video, I thought we've, we've got to have him along. So, um, there, there we are. It's maybe worth going to watch the tape now for yourself, Nick. 
Ah, I will do indeed. Yeah. <laughs> just, to, just to pump my own tires. <laughs> and uh, oh, even it, sorry, I should mention even the in between period breaks they start talking about me and you as well. Uh, so that's pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty interesting. Hey, Rambo, like when when we're the trendsetters and we were we were the first to do these things, like obviously people are gonna get excited when they're uh, copying their idols. Yeah, ne- often imitated, never replicated. Um, and then. Uh, Next one up is uh, Justin Racine of uh, the Cardiff Cardiff Red Talks. Now he plays centre and D. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, another Canadian. Uh, <laughs> we've seen we've seen Justin play, and every time sort of Cardiff have been in nationals, he's always been one of the guys that's kind of stood out for me. Well, there's two Racines in, in Cardiff, but both of them have kind of stood out. Um, so yeah, I thought uh, you know we could uh, we could do with a, a player that can play um, you know either forward or defence for us. And he's certainly someone that can uh, can do that for us. Uh, you well, maybe played against Justin, maybe in that you know that game they, where Dave scored against you. Yeah, in the in the heartbreak game, you know where mm. it's tied. We go up, we hit the post, they come down, they score with about about a second left. Yeah, that game. Yes. Still haunts me. Yeah, so I'm sure yeah, I'm sure you know. Correctly, he gets the assist on the game winning goal. So. No. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know you know about him. Um, the next guy well, you you're bound to know about. Because um, he played for Nottingham for a number of years before moving to the Sheffield Bears, um, Sebastian Ronsky. Now I'm told he has uh, several nationalities, including Swiss, American, or is it Canadian. Um, uh, so he's he's multinational. Um, but you you know Sebastian Ronsky, um, because you probably hear footsteps when you go in the corner against the guy because he he loves to throw the body around. Um, yeah. Um, I think. It's a, it's a good selection because I can remember obviously we were both at last year's game. It got a little bit um, tasty. Would you agree? It certainly did, yeah. In which case, it's always good to have uh, a little bit of sandpaper on your team. Put it that way. Yeah, and uh, the thing is, with Sebastian, he's got a bit of the, ex- you know, the All Stars experience uh, under his belt. So that's you know, there's there's two returning guys so far, um, which can help the guys who've not done it before. Uh, you know, get get themselves prepared because it is a weird experience because you're essentially turning up, and it's not like the NHL All Stars where the games are kind of a bit of a faff and everyone's just kind of mucking about. You know, there is this is like a serious game that GB you take seriously, um. So you need you can't you've got to turn up with the mindset that you're ready to you know do the business. So these having some of these returning guys is, is certainly great for us. Um, next up. Uh, a guy who I was kind of surprised, I don't think he put his name down or whatever last year, but um, Josh Gordon and Nottingham Mavericks. Uh, now, I'm sure you've maybe played against him, Nick, uh, the Canadian Canadian centre for the uh, the Nottingham Mavericks. Um, I think he's the captain as well. A good body of work in the VIHA and um, certainly somebody I wanted to get uh, when I was tasked with uh, the, the role of putting this together. Well, not putting it together myself, but being being sort of putting it together with others. So, um, do you got anything to say about jo- Josh Gordon apart from a hell of a beard game? Oh, that's, I'm just looking right now. That is an impressive beard game. However, we all know we we've already picked the shoe who had the best facial hair out of everyone, Mister Mister Cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, honestly, looking at uh, looking at his work and looking at the stuff he's done, 35 points in 16 games in in Div One is. Uh, is an impressive stats. I think anyone would agree with that in terms of 
And also, the other thing that, in a strange way, does impress me to some extent is, um, as you say, his body of work and also the fact that not always the stat that everyone looks for, but you're looking down here, got power play goals. He's picked up a number of those over his two seasons. Uh, let me get that right. Eight power play goals out of his 27 means uh, means he's good on the man advantage that uh, IAS are going to have to be if they're going to take advantage of GBU. And more importantly, again, he, he takes penalty minutes, which everyone normally looks at penalty minutes and says, like, ooh, but in, we all know it, it's, a, it's a part of hockey and you need guys who are willing to willing to stick it out and get involved, if you know what I mean. And he yeah. looks like that kind of guy, strong, strong leader. Yeah, certainly, certainly. And uh, one thing you will need is someone on the line with him that can pass on the puck. Uh, 27 goals, 8 assists. Uh, (laughs) We all know that sometimes the referees miss the second assist, but uh, that is pretty telling. Uh, The next guy, um, pretty new this year, uh, Dominique Gulo of the Nottingham Mavericks. Um, He played... um, uh, defence as well, uh, certainly according to Elite Prospects, he played defence um, when he was back over the pond. Um, so someone that could, you know, it's got maybe a bit of two-way ability, uh, but also can also can bang in some goals as well. So, um, and again, uh, you know, reaching out, having contacts in the BIHA is huge for us. Uh, so you know, reaching out to players like to people like Ryan Rathbone and stuff, and then just saying, you know, what do you think of this guy? So. Um, he gave me the uh, the thumbs up, the thumbs up, and uh, and then one more, not a maverick in Josh Skinner as well, uh, who in two games has got quite quite a seven points. Yeah, two games, seven points. Um, Sixteen penalties. He's, he's all over the stat sheet. <laughs> he's the um, so that that well, again another three Canadians there to add to the mix from the all from the Rotten Mavericks. Bad, bad boy line. Yeah, that could be. I don't know if they'll play together. I don't know if we'll split the. They'll... the shoes are off. Sorry. The shoes are off already. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure there was many Nottingham Mavericks in the team last year. If I'm being honest, there wasn't at all. So this is uh, this is big news. Yeah. So certainly. Impressive um, mustache as well. Uh, yes. No. They're all. They're all. Uh, they're all pretty impressive uh, guys. Um, next up, another guy who's got a pretty impressive facial hair. Uh, um, and uh, Edinburgh Eagle and Luke Kirsten, um, the assistant captain in Edinburgh Eagles. Uh, guy can score goals and plays centre, um, gets back a lot. Uh, he's second only to Tony Sellers in points uh, this season. Um, so, and he's got as many game winning goals as, uh, as Mr. Sellers as well. So, certainly an important um, part of that, that puzzle for the IAS team. Not sure if it's yeah. Um, I I've come across him before. Um, yeah, he's going to be a great addition for that team. He's got a good shot as well, which um, which he's been teaching to the the Steel Queens. He comes on and helps them out. And, uh, some of the newer Steel Queens. So, um, and I'll watch out for that in a week's time. Yeah. Now, th- this is a guy that we talked a lot about in nationals, but not tier one, tier two nationals. Ben Lakey, uh, big, big, big body. Um, good hands, um, and uh, plays for the Imperial Devils. Um, he uh, is part of his is part of his uh, sending me his hockey CV and trying to convince me I should pick him. He sent me two clips and said, "I don't know if you've seen these," and I was commentating on both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
So uh, is yeah, he aware of it now? <laughs> he's he's aware who I am now, but uh, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad that he he got in touch actually because he's definitely someone with that size and that you know and that capability, good skater, good hands. I think he's someone that could cause the GB team a lot of trouble. It certainly gives them a lot of things uh, to think about. And also, just just saying, the last time we picked a, a wild card, um, a wild card Div Two call up, how well did that work out for us? It certainly it certainly worked out very well, and we got an absolute highlight from him. Uh, albeit he didn't he didn't go on the score sheet, but yeah, it was a he was he had a hell of a game actually. Um, so that is that is uh, Ben Leakey, and then. Next, um, another an Oxford Blue, uh, in Will Andrews, another Canadian. Um, I was very impressed with him. He uh, he was good in in the the varsity game last year that we went to. But however, what impressed me this year is that Oxford were greatly under the cosh this year against Cambridge in the varsity game. It was a really bad day at the office for them. But um, if you go back and uh, they've got it, the Facebook Live up on their their um, Facebook page. I think it's a, I think it's either the second or third period. If you watch um, Will Andrews, he scores possibly one of the nicest individual goals I've ever seen. Um, and I know hockey's not an individual game, but it is really nice to watch to see the level of skill that um, uh, that he put on display. So um, yeah. Go and have a look at that, and he's certainly someone I think will cause problems for the uh, the the GBU team. Do you know Will at all? Do you remember Will from last year? Yeah, can you? Again, another really really talented player, and um, you look at looking down this roster so far, and you you've, you're not finding your um, necessarily your A star guy who's going to be hanging on the far blue line waiting for the puck. You're selecting like a a players and A plus players who you look at every one of these guys and you think like team guy fits in well, team guy fits in well. Yeah. Potentially, uh, potentially going to be a really really strong team. Yeah, which brings me to the next guy, Gabriel uh, Grzboski, um, Sheffield Bear. He's uh, his stats aren't the most impressive thing, but I have seen him play, and uh, and also having a word with Mike, who is back uh, coaching Mike Solosi, and. Uh, we, we we agreed that um, that Gabriel's uh, you know brings that sort of quality of is a sort of energy fourth line checking player, you know who can who can um, you know be responsible, but also um, you know he can score goals as well. He can chip in, so you know um, as you, that brought us nicely into our next point. So uh, I'm I'm glad to see that um, the Latvian getting getting involved. And in, uh, have you played against uh, Gabriel's? I have not, but um, sounds like I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> and then uh, after that, another uh, another London Dragon and uh, Jonathan uh, Wallace, um, another one that I saw a uh, tape of uh, during the London Ice Varsity. I got really good feedback as well, for, and a uh, bit of a sort of uh, reference from uh, from the big man Cali. Um, got a big body, but his his hands are. He makes a few good moves in the uh, the London Ice Farsi as well with the hands. So, um, um, someone is interesting to see what he can do. Um, again, his stats don't read like he's you know a superstar, but I think he's somebody that can uh, can do a job in that in that team, and he can be defensively responsible as well. So, yeah, 
Um, not someone that you've maybe come up against at all, Nick, because it's in the south um, and it's pretty new. So, no, but um, again, like put it this way: if Callie approves, he well, we both know Callie's uh, determination on players, and if Callie's a, a fan, I'm very interested to see this. Well, that's that's the point. I mean, Callie's a fan. He, you know that the player's going to stand up well in contact. He's not going to shy away from that because Callie would have none of that. And yep. he's gonna, he's gonna, um, you know, probably have, ha- you know, half decent hands and a pretty decent shot altogether, and be a little bit on edge all the time. But you know, that's that's just what comes with the territory. And so that's a, that's our only fin in this uh, in this team this year. Uh, next up, now this is a player Nick that you'll be this, you'll uh, be aware of. Um, we've all we've all joined it. We've all bought our ticket before and joined the whole train. Jordan Hall, uh, rep- oh, oh. representing the Oxford Blues, formerly the Sheffield Bears, um, Hong Kong uh, native, I suppose. Um, he is. Um, I'm so glad that he got in touch to get to play in this game. Um, he's someone that I'm really excited to see what he can do against DBU. And uh, and you know could be a bit of a leader in that in that team as well. So that's um you know again in a team that's really only got two guys returning. Um, it's, yeah, it, someone with that much BYJ experience across two very reputable teams and international experience, like wow, like yeah, yeah. Tick box. He he will come as advertised. We know what we're going to get from him. I'm excited to see John Ho play on this team. Yeah, and the next one I take it you're going to leave me to um, try and pronounce this. It's uh, it's Gedminas Jakowskis of the Cardiff Red Talks. Oh, sorry, we have three returning players. I hadn't read. I'd only looked at the ones above me. Um, Lithuanian from uh, Cardiff Red Talks. Um, he made a good account of himself last year. Uh, he did eventually, I think, get a game penalty or something like that when it was all getting a bit silly. But beyond that, he was uh, he got stuck in well. Um, he can play the he, yeah. He can play the body well, so he's definitely someone that I'm I'm happy to have back and uh, to see you know if he can take that even further uh, this year and, and help IES challenge for a victory against GBU. Yep. Um, next up on the list, uh, we'll have, you'll maybe be aware of him from commentary. Nick, he's quite a good goal scorer, smaller in stature. Raphael uh, Raphael uh, Gerard. London Dragons, another uh, Canadian. Um, as I say, he's got a bit of a smaller frame, but he's tough. He has a lot of energy. Um, he's actually uh, he plays bigger than he is, if that makes sense. Uh, yes. You know, like uh, the likes of Adam Perry play bigger than they are. They're, they're they're tough, like hard to knock down, even though they look small. It's the skating ability and the low centre of gravity that's. I'm guessing will be the same with him that it's always been with Perry to some extent. Yeah, yeah, and then finally, um, brought in uh, largely as an, for his energy and his his work rate and his ability to play across a number of positions. Um, Evan Shriver of the uh, the Oxford Blues, um, another guy we saw in the varsity game last year. Um, he's been he's not he's not one that lights it up on the scoreboard, but he's certainly one that is uh, you know a, a bit of a leader for the Oxford team. Um, and he plays tough, um, but he's disciplined. So it's, it's that's someone I'm I'm very much looking forward to 
to having uh, seen what he can do for the team. Um, of course, it's all to be debated. Uh, as I say, Mike's um, Mike Solosi is back in charge. He's putting together a a, a group uh, to to look after the the men's team. Um, so he's uh, he'll he'll just make his decisions on lines and stuff over the. You know, which I'm sure he'll redraft and redraft and redraft, and then eventually five minutes before the game he'll have decided. Uh, but <laughs> right, the Ryan Rathbone approach to coaching. Yeah, well, uh, Ryan Rathbone's a good coach now. I've I, I, I've got a lot of time for Ryan. <laughs> um, hey, wait, well, hold on. I'm, I'm not saying that was a slant on Rathbone. I'm just saying a good coach does like to tinker right until the last available point. Well, that's that's true, and good coaches sometimes have to tinker because somebody gets maybe hurt or. Um, you know, leaves a passport at home or whatever. Uh, that's not a, a, a proper example. That's just happened. You know, I've heard of that happening. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that is your IES men's team. Now, there's a couple of guys there who are probably no, no, noticeable uh, omissions. Now, the first of which, um, current player, still student, um, and would have possibly been, you know, someone who maybe would have been. Consider for the captain's role in this team is Gus Zimmerman um, of Imperial Devils. Uh, um, he unfortunately is uh, is out. He's uh, he's unfortunately got a lower body injury. Um, he's broken his leg because he's not he's out for the, the season. Uh, he unfortunately had to withdraw, so um, he has been added uh, to the sort of more general team. Uh, that Mike is putting together um, and uh, the other um, omission is last year's captain Anthony Sellers who's played not you know I, I think it's about two is it about 200 BIHA games it's maybe not 200 BIHA it's maybe 100 BIHA games sorry but he uh, he's missing as well um, Nick I mean two big that's two sort of big characters that they're missing there I mean you you know both of them Probably Tony a little bit more than Gus, but uh, what what would you what would you say that they yeah, would bring to the team? That again, they that's I'm not saying that's the whole heart and soul by any means, but again, that is two big big gaps if you know what I mean. Oh, by the way, Tony Tony's played 99 games. You might want to point that out to someone, you know, for the next game. Well, actually, he's played more than that, but the wiki game never got uploaded last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, interestingly enough. <laughs> No, again, two massive character guys, like two people you know in that dressing room of, of people who you got players from up and down the country, probably never met each other before. They're two guys who would have really taken a leadership role and really taken everyone under their wing and been like, we've been here before, guys, like. This is what this is what to expect. This is what we're going to do. This is the expectations that we've got as a team. Hey, we played against these guys last year. We gave them a game. We can do it again. Like it's it's huge. Like at the end of the day, you need if if you as big man Shalossi is as coach, you would love to have those two guys available. But unfortunately, for different reasons, they're not. And but however, it gives a chance for two other people on the roster. Yeah, and it's not always not lost. And um, Tony decided that. You know, he felt that he's, this is his alumni year, um, and he felt that you know it was maybe time to to let somebody else, somebody younger, come in and, and have a have a go. 
Um, but it's he, we've not lost him completely from the IS setup as he's uh, um, agreed to come down um, a day early and, and you know impart his wisdom, help out the guys. And I had a chance to catch up with him, Nick, in uh, in Murrayfield last week, um, and just get his thoughts on what he wants to bring and uh, and the decision he made not to not to put his name in the the hat to play. So here he is now. Uh, so I'm joined with uh, Tony Sells, uh, the captain of the Edinburgh Eagles. Uh, Tony, how's the season been going so far? Well, the season's over, Rambo, and uh, looks like looks like we've done quite well for ourselves. We've got the North uh, Division Championship coming up. Excellent. Um, and uh, last year you were the captain of the International All-Star Team men's team. Um, what was that experience like? Oh, you know what? It was a really great experience. It was uh, it was really nice to join all those other players in the league. You know, like we didn't really know many of the South guys, but being on a team with Hogger and McCart- McCarthy, that was a pretty good experience. You know, just getting to know them as teammates and not as opponents, and it was really nice. Yeah, and so uh, you decided not to uh, not to join the team this year, um, and uh, and give someone else a go. Uh, but you've been asked to assist uh, with the coaching staff. Um, how's that feel? Yeah, it was. Uh, it felt pretty good to be asked that. It's a, it's an honor. I mean, just like it was an honor to be asked to, to captain the team last year. Uh, so I look forward to the opportunity working with Mike. And uh, what what are you hoping you can bring to the role? Uh, I don't know. Maybe experience. Uh, I was there last year. I know what it's like. Um, I guess last season or last year, the refs weren't really in our favor. And the bench kind of fell apart. I think uh, just having that experience from last year, pretty sure the refs aren't going to be on our side again this year. So maybe a little bit more composure behind the bench is something that we'll need to just keep our heads in the game. Okay, and um, you're playing at GBU. Some of the guys uh, don't play in the BIHA. In fact, most of them. Uh, What type of challenge do they bring that you don't get in the BIHA? Well, um, all these guys playing for GBU, they're like really strong skaters, good puck movers. I think that's pretty much their strength there. Um, they're just really quick. They're fast skaters and really good passers. I think that's kind of like where they got us last year. Um, just their transition game, moving out of the zone. Uh, we didn't really have that great of a forecheck, and they were just able to like you know spread the zone on us. Um, so not and not playing against them in the league, it kind of gives them an advantage. We don't know what we're facing. Of course, you're uh, someone that's uh, got a storied career in the BIHA. You've been around for a good while, uh, but hanging up, well, not hanging up the skates, but uh, stopping the BIHA this year. Um, how, how's that feel? What's, what's the plans for you in the future? Um, yeah, the, playing in the BIHA was pretty pretty great, actually. Um, I'm just going to be sad to, to not play anymore. I'm, I'm planning on playing recce still, but um, yeah, it's going to be sad to not play in the BIHA anymore. Great. Thanks very much, Tony. Thanks, Rambo. So you can hear Tony, they're a pretty humble guy. But one of the things he is hoping to bring to IES, which they'll maybe need, although he didn't say it quite as explicitly, is a bit of discipline. Uh, I think that's something that they need to they need to learn from last year. And uh, if they can stay in the box as much as possible, um, then they'll, they'll give GBU a much better go of it because they can't keep giving yep. GBU chances. Um you know, That's where it all fell apart last year. Yeah, um, first period was fantastic. Got in penalty trouble in the second period, and then it turned into a bit of a shambles after that. So, they, you know, the the game was good, but they, you know, by that point the heads were kind of out of it. So, hopefully, they, this doesn't happen. We've got this new crop of players, new fresh energy, 
um, and we'll see what they bring to the team and uh, and hopefully they can uh, we can give GBU a really good game and we can uh, we can uh, get really excited on commentary and everyone at home can have a good time watching. So before we uh, before we move on, Nick, um, I think it's probably wise to do this considering um, that you just found out what time the playoff games are at. <laughs> um, and I think I can confirm most of the playoffs as well. So maybe not all of them, but I can confirm some of them. Um, the Division One check-in final, um, which is confirmed as Edinburgh against Cambridge, uh, will take place on the fourteenth of April two thousand nineteen, and that'll be basically half past two. We put in the exact time because it's logged into the schedule of the the nationals. So that'll be. At 14.36, for those who like nautical times, um, on the 14th of April 2019. Uh, Division 2 check-in uh, is Imperial, as we said. They confirmed and they, they, they got their victory. Um, and they will be playing the Leeds Griffins, and that will take place on um, Sunday 21st of April 2019 at 6.39pm or 18.39 uh, so that's that's their game, and here's the one for you, Nick. <laughs> uh, Division one non-checking, and this is as far as I can see, despite some games left to be played, and you guys not having uploaded your sheet yet. Um, Northumbria Kings B against Southampton uh, Spitfires A. Um, that will take place at eight forty-five a.m. on Good Friday before the IAS festival. Um, as we will now call it. Um, so that's the prelude to the IAS games uh, on Good Friday. So once you go up in the morning eating too much chocolate, that'll give you something to do that won't be too energetic for you. Looking forward to a nice uh, get, you know, finishing hockey and going outside and it's still being light, Nick. What, going out and having breakfast? <laughs> um... Of course, you won't get to go out because you have to come upstairs and do work with the, the rest of us. Yep. Um, again, I'm pretty sure this is confirmed that non-checking two is going to be Bradford Sabres and I th- right. think it's Oxford Vikings now. Wait a minute. Yes, it is Oxford Vikings now. Um, they, their game will take place at 25 to 10 on the 14th of April 2019. So that's another confirmed game. I'm thinking the only one that maybe isn't totally confirmed from what we've got is non yeah is non-checking three. Um, I'm talking about confirmed as in who's playing who. I think it's looking likely it'll either be Nottingham or Sheffield Bears in that one. Uh, though Sheffield would need to basically beat Nottingham or have beat Nottingham by about 30 goals, so it's probably going to be Nottingham. Um, and that will take place on the uh, 13th of April 2019. Still in it on that one are UEA, Coventry and Warwick Panthers, Oxford Vikings, and uh, I think London's Dragon Sea are still in it as well, so there's st- still quite a few that could possibly get into that one, but that will take place. It will be the first playoff game of them all, 13th of April 2019. So I thought I would just uh, just put that in the pod, Nick. So you know, the studious types can go and check with their their manager that they they're aware of the times and making the appropriate arrangements and stuff. 
So, um, are you still there, Nick? I, I am, I am, I'm here, I'm here. You're just having a grumble because you're going to have to get up early for that game. <laughs> no, no, I'm just grumbling about many other things to do with that scenario, but many of them not to be talked about on the podcast. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, so, the, uh, the international women's team, uh, it's obviously, uh, there's a smaller pool for the, the, the women's team, but, um, I think we've got a team this year that I, I'm going to go out and say it. I think this team really can challenge the GBU team. The advantage of the GBU team, obviously, is that most of them have played together, but there are a lot of girls in this team that will have played together. So, uh, yeah. And there is more returning players in this team than there is in the men's. So we've got, obviously, that experience. Um, first person to talk about is uh, Maggie or Margaret Benson. Um, she was the one who actually coached. Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, the IS team last year. Um, she had unfortunately um, in, had an injury last year and wasn't able to com- compete. Um, she uh, is from Edinburgh Eagles uh, and um, and also plays for the Steel Queens as well. Um, American native, but she was. Um, it was really cool because she's uh, she's wanting the Scottish flag on her jersey because she feels that Scotland's her second home now, which I thought was lovely. Uh, that is lovely. <laughs> um, so that's Maggie uh, Benson, um, and then next one up, uh, somebody you, you played against, Nick, and I think wore your no, she wore Sarah's je- jersey when we forgot her old jerseys yeah. at home. Um, Nadine Paul, um, a Canadian, another one who's played for the Eagles, uh, you know, throughout the season as well. Um, the Steel Queens girl. Um, she uh, she offers quite a lot going both ways as well. She's good at back checking and stuff, um, and uh, she'll she's quite happy to play center or wing. She just doesn't play D. She absolutely hates it. Um, so um, did you learn that the hard way? Did yeah. you? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> but um, basically, uh, her and Maggie are pretty magical together. So that you know that gives a good uh, good basis on that one. Um, Next one, uh, the one who scored the goal that you thought was Maggie Benson, but it was actually Megan or Maggie Agnew, uh, another Canadian from the Steel Queens, uh, and uh, you know, you you she basically almost broke the live stream last year. Yeah, it was far far. Could you ask her to like I don't know, just calm it down a little bit and maybe at least let ten seconds of the live stream run off before she scores. <laughs> get off the get off the white camera. Uh, <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, our next one is another another Canadian, um, again of the Steel Queens, um, Michaela McDonald. Uh, she uh, she's come to us fairly late. She's got um, a bit of a utility player about her. Uh, smaller in stature, decent shot though, and um, gets stuck in about it defensively. So she she'll be another good asset to the team. And then finally, we all know her. Um, she's like a BIHA uh, celebrity almost in her own right. Um, Essie Etasalo, um, Finnish, um, who plays on the wing mainly. She played last year, so out of those um, first five we've named there, Nick, there's two with playing experience and one with coaching experience in this game already, which means that they've got. I think they've got a little bit more of an advantage possibly than the. Then the men, when we go on, you'll see. Um, the next one is Melissa Reidelberger, who captained the, the team last year, London Dragons. She plays A's for the London Dragons as well, the American. 
um, plays just as well in defence as forward. Uh, do you see much of that game last year, Nick? Uh, I didn't manage to catch all of it because I was in uh, meetings at work, but I know certainly of uh, Melissa and her body of work in terms of watching her play for the Eagles and like, wow, again, a worthy a worthy choice last year as captain and another substantial name to add to that list that you're already putting together. Yeah, and I think I think you meant the Dragons when you, instead of Eagles, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, it's Scottish hockey on my mind, Randall. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, Eva Harrison um, of not the Mavericks, uh, US US dual national. Um, we all know we all know Eva pretty well um, from the camps and stuff. Uh, physical player, uh, got pretty good shot. I actually think she could make a good uh, defensive player as well, but um, plays up front. So, I mean, uh, you you probably spent more time on the ice with Eva. What 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 have you got to say about Eva? Um, loves going forward. Got a hell, a hell of a shot. Um, but uh, as as you say, a, she can be a, a threat going uh, a threat going both ways. Actually, she does have uh, a more put it put it this way a more physical nature than some of the some of the other girls. Which does, at the end of the day it is uh, non checking, not necessarily non contact. So there's nothing wrong with that. I think we saw in the Chinese game that. Um, with the way that sort of Beskun and that was handling them, that it's definitely not non-contact um, yeah. in, in women's hockey. It's non-checking, but it's not non-contact. So a, phys- a degree of physicality is allowed. Um, next one, um, a bit of a sort of you know worldly player, um, and uh, an inter- actually has international experience as well. Zora Goblet uh, plays for Southampton Spitfires. Um, I mean, what you've you've seen her play, um, the, the Hungarian. What what's your uh, what's your thoughts on Zora? Again, another another player who could play any kind of role in your team. Again, looks like don't I don't know her at all, but looks from a from a distance as a as a coach watching these other teams, looks like a a leader type player and uh, a kind of player that I'd love to have in terms of it's the. It's the player out there that goes out and gives 110%, and you can look down the rest of the bench and say, do what he's doing. Yeah, and then this next player, I think I'm going to go out on the limb here and say, I think it would have been a sad day in the BHA if this player had never played in an IAS team. Um, 100%. Um, of the Nottingham Mavericks, Robin Mullen, uh, some, somebody who's, who's been out injured uh, last year, which is part of the reason, obviously, to, she didn't wasn't available in the first one. Um I mean, for since she's come into the BIHA, she's been a top six forward with the Mavs, which says a lot. Because the Mavs may have their ups and downs, but they're they're consistently a top team. Yeah. Uh, and you you've have you played against Robin? I have indeed, and it's just the talent level is is scary good. Yeah, yeah. It's just both, both ways, going forward, coming back, like again. You're looking. There's so many potential leaders on this team, and she's again someone else who just like will drive the offense and drive that team forward. Yep, certainly. And the next one, um, Nick, you have played against this girl. Um, you might not remember it because she probably whizzed past you. Uh, Kendall Van Der Veen. I'm trying to find my dock strap from Murrayfield ceiling. <laughs> uh, if you find that, can you bring it down next? Yeah, week? a steel queen, but it's now uh, now after. Uh, time is playing with the Eagles as well. Uh, 
for obvious reasons. Um, Canadian and one of the best skating D I've I've seen, and I'm not saying in the women's game. I'm saying one of the best skating D I've seen. Uh, so, um, someone who I, I'm excited to see what she can do against so these top players playing D, and and we'll, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I hope I've not uh, built her up too much, and she big, get, big sell, big sell, <laughs> the big sell here. Um, yeah, so that's that's her. Um, next, the next girl actually kind of made history. Uh, Nick, and I, I'll go into that in a minute because um, I'm going to have to try and pronounce her name first properly. In one take, it's Joanna Lee Hao Chung, and she's of the Oxford Blues. And a very uh, a new one for me, Luxembourg and Mauritius. She's from, and um, so uh, that'll be a, a combo on the, on the jersey. Um, but I'll, let me tell you why she made history. That she is the first female player to play in both the men's and women's varsities. Wow. So, I um I think that's uh, you know that's that's an incredible feat because for years it's been you know a little bit guarded. It's not you know, not any criticism of anyone, but you know good for her too. She's come in, she's uh, she she's broke that barrier, and um I I can't wait to see what she can do because I I kind of knew a little bit about her um from from scouting and stuff, but she wasn't at the the game where the Steel Queens went to Oxford, so. Um, you know, I'm I'm pretty excited to see see what she can do. Um, she can play D, but she can also play wing as well. So it gives us a little bit of versatility there. Uh, next one, um, from the Manchester Metro Stars. I think you may have played against her this year. I'm not sure. I know she's played a few times for. Oh no, she's played for the 80 man B team. So you may have seen her this year. Sorry, um, Ellen Gallimore, um, left D and left wing for uh, the Manchester Metro Stars in American. Um, she got really good reviews from uh, from my um, sort of you know reaching out to my contacts. Um, do you know anything about Ellen? Um, I believe she might have played in uh, in the first game when I was in goal. I'm just going to check whether or not she scored against me before I praise her too much. Because obviously anyone who scored past me um, doesn't deserve praise. It, it, they didn't really. Like, let's let's face it. Come on, they didn't really earn it. Did she play? Yes, she did. And no, captain. Captain as well, and uh, no points. So she's officially uh, a good player in my books because she was kind enough not to score on me. Yeah, well, she's played. Unlike, she yeah. played nine games this year for the bees and got um, four points, and she played up once um, against Edinburgh, and that's where I got the I got good reviews about um, how she got on against Edinburgh. So, uh, yep, glad to glad to have her aboard and. Uh, Next one, Nick, um, is, uh, now I'm going to pronounce this wrong, even though it's only two letters. It's Nicole Ayou, I think. Um, Oxford Blues, a Croatian, um, girl. Now, this is someone who I did see when the Steel Queens went to play, uh, the Oxford Blues, and she, to me, was really stood out as a really good skater. Could play a bit both ways, certainly responsibly, uh, responsible in defence, so, um, someone I'm quite excited to see in this level of competition as well. Uh, someone I certainly, um, you know, asked about, um, uh, you know, asked people to suggest her she should get in touch because I know a lot of people, um, you know, they don't, they don't, they, they think I'll not get in, so don't contact me. But uh, yeah, 
I'm, I'm excited to see what she can do. Um, Nick, I presume you, you don't know a lot about her, but she uh, certainly is someone we should be excited and looking forward to seeing. Nope, excited to learn more and hopefully uh, get to see uh, plenty of action during that game. Oh, yeah, I think they'll get plenty of ice tea. <laughs> um, and then the next one, Nick, uh, you can you can talk away about this one because you know her better than I do. Not a cappuccino, but Sarawati of the Northumbria Kings, and she is Finnish. Uh, I could talk about this for the next couple of hours. Like, standout individual on and off the ice. You've seen her play. You've you've seen her at Nationals. You saw her in last year's All-Star game. You saw her when she played against the Steel Queens. Like, she's a class act on and off the ice. Um, dependable as ever. One of the best skating, uh, technical skaters I've seen in, in years. Um, been trying to convince her for ages to come up and like play for the A team, but unfortunately, uh, she has too much sense. Um, but no, Sarah, just such, she's been B team captain on the team that I've coached this year, and there's a lot of leaders on that team, but she's been by far the best thing I did this year was picking her as captain. Excellent, excellent. And, uh, yeah, I know, I know all too well what Sarah can do. Um, I've played against her once, um, when I, when I, uh, help the, the Steel Queens out. Uh, when, when we. Oh yeah, you were, you played in that game too. Um, so yeah, I'm certainly uh, excited to have her back. And uh, again, another one who's had that previous experience. So you know, it can help the other girls um, get prepared mentally for the game. Um, another returning player um, from the Birmingham Lions, uh, Emma Gordon. Um, she's Swedish dual uh, national. Um, not a you know like a highlight real skill player, but it's got a lot of uh, high work rate player, um, which is you know what you need um, as well. Uh, sometimes uh, she plays uh, D predominantly, as, uh, so um, you know she's again someone who's got that experience from last year too. Um, so you know I I don't know if you as I say you didn't see much of the game last year, but um, the one thing that the actual the IAS women's team lived on last year was how hard they worked um, you know it wasn't all just about skill uh, they, they worked really really hard against GB and I'm sure they'll bring that again this year in, with Emma maybe leading the way a little bit on that one and uh, another player um, who you may or you may be a little bit more familiar with Nick uh, from Singapore uh, Jia Loy um, she plays D and a bit of wing for the Steel Queens, and uh, you, you see what my notes, my comments say uh, next to Jay's name. I'm not sure if you got those. Do <laughs> you want to read it out? No, I'm going to let you read that because uh, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> well, Jay's uh, known for uh, Jay's known for um, getting knocked down a lot. Uh, not not because she's but she just seems to be in the wrong place at the wrong time a lot and gets. Like last year, the, you know that humongous guy that plays for Leeds, like B or C team? Yeah. He's like about eight foot tall. He ran into her at last year's Nationals. <laughs> like full, at his full pace, which is my, pretty my fast. Got, <laughs> the car got hit by a truck. Yeah, yeah. So, and she just got back up and got on with it. So, the thing we always say about Jia, and she, she knows this, is we say she keep, she takes a licking and keeps on ticking because she just gets back up all the time. So, yeah. Um, Next one is uh, Catherine Hobart from uh, Cambridge Blues, um, American, uh, another D. Um, 
about casting now, we got I got a message um, through Facebook from uh, Sophie, Sophie Karadi, who played for IES last year. It's on the GBU, still in the GBU programme as well. Um, and she said, oh, is this girl Catherine got in touch with you? Should I get her to get in touch with you? Um, she's really, really good. You know, uh, should I get her to get in touch with you? So I said, yeah, go for it. And uh, and if she's getting that sort of reviews from, from Sophie Karadi, then um, I trust that she's going to be a solid uh, player for, for um, the international all-star team. So that's all the skaters. And then in goals, um, we'll start with uh, Naomi Healy um, of the Kent Knights. Um, she's a Japanese-born but lived most of her life in Switzerland and okay. and has uh, spent a good bit of time in the UK as well. So she's, um, you know, she kind of considers herself very multicultural. Uh, she... Um, you just mentioned Switzerland and didn't say about how we went last year. Oh, sorry, sorry, everyone. I don't know if you know this, but we went to Switzerland last year. Um, she's only played a couple of games for Kent this year, um, which haven't been particularly her best. But what convinced me that um, she she was going to be a good goalie for the IS team was I looked up her stats in the in the sort of uh, leagues and she had a quite high save percentage over ninety percent. Um, Thought she was someone that it could be of interest, so um, we gave her a go, um, and um, I'm excited to see what she what she can do. Um, and she is joined in a goalie tandem with a goalie that we have got excited about at nationals on several occasions, Nick, um, all the way from Germany, Patricia Henney um, of the Imperial Devils, who plays has played for the A team um, predominantly in her career. Uh, in the BIHA and she's definitely someone I think she's made the all-star team at least once you know our all-star team at the end of nationals not the international all-star team just to confuse matter um, I think we might have to change that to dream team now because it's confusing yeah that, that is fair yeah. well, maybe we have, have to workshop that idea maybe, maybe we have to like we'll get a sponsor and we can be a sponsored I don't know like the, the Rambo selection box <laughs> yeah yeah, um, she's got a lot of experience, Patricia. Uh, her stats don't read, read like it, but she's been on some pretty. I'm being honest, some pretty horrendous teams at times uh, that have come to nationals. Um, I think she was on that team that had like five, five or six skaters for Imperial that one year. Uh, oh, oh God, yeah, yeah. Um, so she is uh, definitely up to the task. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad that she got in touch. Uh, someone who last year I was surprised wasn't involved but she was a, she'd already booked a holiday when IS was announced so I was glad she was still around for this one so um, yeah so that's your international all-stars women's team for 2019 and uh, you know if I was a betting man Nick I wouldn't bet on these two games because I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> yeah uh, we went into last year with mixed expectations of what to expect and we got given uh, an incredible performance by uh by the girls in the morning, and then certainly uh, an unexpected, uh, almost classic. It was it was edging towards a classic in the evening before uh, things got a little bit daft. But um, hopefully we get the same again because I'm going to be ter- terribly tired and cranky that day, Rambo. I've got to get up to commentate on your game if it's any consolation to you. Um, At least you're playing in goal. Are you playing in goal in that game? Are you? Mm. Oh, I'm well looking forward to this. Everyone, tune in to the live stream. Good Friday, 8.45am. 
for Nick Ival in goals against Southampton. <laughs> the highest scoring team in the country. Yeah, the highest scoring team in the country. And the thing is, I don't know if IES can release Zora for that game. <laughs> should we should we try and uh, embargo like because she's on international duty so like you know you know like the Scotland and England players they they get kept away from their clubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean the Scottish players would be as well going back to their clubs and you just forfeit the England game, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> just, just, just say Rambo, do you do you want do you want to do you want to quit while you're ahead, or do you want me to like reveal a piece of information which I was going to save as a surprise, but. Are you playing goals against the Steel Queens? Uh, that's a potential as a as a warm up. <laughs> <clears throat> However, um, speaking of the Steel Queens game, not to completely change subject, but um, there is a certain um, certain element of my family and your favourite part of Nationals may be in attendance that weekend, and have already said, "What does Rambo want?" <sighs> oh. Now, for those of you who don't know, Nick's mum is legendary at making at making cakes and other sweet treats, and she made me a key lime pie last year, which was like the greatest thing I'd ever tasted. So she wants to make another key lime pie. I'm I'm all for that. Well, well, put it this way: um, I offered her there was I got two kind of free weekends for nationals this uh, the weekend of the twenty third that you guys are coming down to us, and the thirtieth, and when she heard that. Rambo's going to be there on the 23rd with the Steel Queens. She was like, we're coming that weekend. <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, and she won't be attended empty-handed. So, in which case, what about Zora being uh, embargoed? Zora, I said. Um, oh, yeah, get, get, that's the one. Yeah, I didn't say Sarah, I said Zora. <laughs> uh. um, well, they'll be warmed up plenty for the for the uh, the IS match, anyway. Uh, <laughs> they've got to play in the morning, too. Um so uh, yeah, so yeah. If, if Zora was stopped, then you would be surely you would be happy if Zora wasn't allowed to play. Um, True. So <laughs> maybe, maybe there was just a, a rule for the southern teams who've had to travel from the south coast, maybe. Yeah, because yeah, Zora will be too tired and then um, yeah, want exactly. to be ready for another game. Um, and I, obviously, as, as a committee member, I can I can vouch for obviously the 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 quality of Sarah's care and making sure she gets the appropriate amount of you know like. Sleep and hydration, and yeah, make sure he's ready to go for a full day's hockey. Whereas, obviously, ooh, yeah, that's not Yeah, I've looked at all the stats. I mean, she's only scored eight goals this year and uh, had twenty-two assists in six games. In, <laughs> in six games, uh, <laughs> I would rather not be you in that game. <laughs> Absolute duster then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, right, so um, we'll get away from IES for a wee minute. Uh, as I say, well done to all the teams that made their uh, the respective playoff games. Um, hopefully schedules for Nationals will be out in the next week or so, a couple of weeks maybe. Um, and uh, But before, we, before we, we sort of start signing off and thinking about what we're having for, uh, for our dinner, if we've not already had it, um, Nick, uh, I think we we started it last week, the last pod, um, another round of stating the obvious. Forechecking is like backchecking, but forwards. So again, folks, we had no idea what Joe said. Uh, so, um, you know, um, he's imparting wisdom on you. We will listen to the pod back and find out exactly what Joe said. So um, we hope... Is this, uh, is this uh, 
the real Joe Staten. Yeah, it's not Bat Joe that was uh, that was on the last <laughs> thing. <laughs> Speaking of Bat, <clears throat> but uh huh, um, <clears throat> will he be making an appearance at National? He, you never know. He might do. He might do. I've uh, I've been crafting a a Batbow signal. <laughs> Which, the Batbo signal is affectionately Dave going, STOP TALKING ABOUT Batbo! Yeah. And then he... Yeah. But Dave, I don't think Dave likes Batbo as much. I think he's, you know, his criminal past or something is, is coming to the surface it's, here. He's definitely getting cut from the body. Yeah. To be fair, can I just make a serious disclaimer, Dave has no criminal past. That, that was just a joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, the... Uh, it's just against vigilante justice. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm 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 really looking uh, forward to nationals. Nick and I will be doing our power rankings as always. Um, some of them might be on Facebook Live. It will depend on when we get to Sheffield uh, potentially. Um, Facebook Live at 2am. Yeah, I I don't know when you get to Sheffield for the first weekend. So, are you there on the Friday? Um, yes, I will be. Ah, well, can maybe do that on Friday night. We'll we'll decide. We'll 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 work that out later. Um, but folks, I think we've uh, we've bent your ear enough for one night. Um, we are very excited um, by the international all stars teams again. We hope you'll tune in or come along to the game uh, and cheer um, whatever team you want to cheer on, whether it's GB or whether it's the international all stars, whether it's just one of your mates. Um, and or maybe cheering us on. Or cheer us on, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, certainly. Um, we will be back with another pod in probably a, a two or three weeks. Uh, looking forward to Nationals and uh, uh, the playoff games. So, good night, folks, or good day. <laughs> good night, good day. Don't have nightmares. <laughs> Cheers.